Welcome back for episode 12 of Self-Signed Artist. Today is a special one because we're actually in the same physical room in the same physical building, which has never happened before. Mm-mm. So, on, on the podcast. not a, Yeah, <laughs> we've never met. <laughs> We're actually sitting down with our friend Brandon Kapoor. Hey, hey. Also known as Balcony, spelled B-V-L-C-O-N-Y, to talk about some collaboration and music. So thanks for doing this, Brandon. Hell yeah, of course. So stick around and hopefully we'll give you some good strategies for setting up some great collaborations. You're listening to Self-Signed Artist, the podcast that helps independent musicians run their brand like a business. Now, your hosts, Kobe Nelson and Jake Mannix. How's it going, everybody? I'm Kobe Nelson, and I'm joined, as usual, by Jake Mannix, but also by Brandon Kapoor. Hey, guys. Mm -hmm. Brandon has been a friend of mine for about two years now, and he is a fantastically talented songwriter, producer, performer, you name it. He does it. I'm blushing. And we're here in his beautiful (laughs) studio in Argyle, New York, Skyfall Recording Studios. If you're out this way, this is the place to be. Great spot. For sure. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about collaboration, and this is something that you guys have done some of before, right? Like, walk me through a little bit about how your collaborations got started. Take it from the top, Brandon. All right. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of a funny story. So, like, I've known you through, like, mutual, like, you know, bands and, like, and artists and stuff like that, and we, like, had mutual friends in the past. That's a a whole thing. But, uh, (laughs) um, yeah, I think... We one day, man, I think you just DM me and you were like, yo, Manix X BK or whatever. But it was after it was after we played with. No, it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't. No, okay. no. This was before. Actually. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So you just hit me up and you're like, yeah, let's just like let's just collab. And I was like, all right, cool. And uh, I think we just planned out a day and you were coming through and at this point, I think I had just downloaded Logic for the first time and I didn't know how to use it. Um, and then, yeah, you just, you hit me up before you were coming and you were like, hey man, should I bring anything like, you know, like liquor, wine, beer? And I was like, man, bring some wine. And you were like, nice. we're going to be good friends. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you came through and we just kind of sat down and you kind of like taught me how to use Logic at the same time as like kind of creating a beat. And then... Um, yeah, we just kind of got a little little wine drunk and and yes, made a made a little instrumental, and it turned out to be like the first song we ever collabed on. And uh, yeah, we made a whole music video out of it and stuff like that. Which one was that? Peace of mind. Peace of mind. Yeah, yeah, that was a crazy ordeal. Yeah, yeah. And then and then I think during that or like a couple days later after we first hung out, we opened for for Aaron Carter together. So. That's an escalation. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was a cool way to kick off the the friendship for sure. It was yeah. like within the same week or two for yeah. sure. Yeah, it was definitely close. Yeah. So before, what did you been doing before that? Just me, yeah, like personally. Sure. Um, yeah, I was I I started Balcony as a band as a uh, two piece. It was me and my friend Ian. He was a drummer, and we basically kind of just started writing like pop rock music, like 
in the vein of like 1975 type stuff. And we just kind of got to a point where we wanted to like do more than just the same vibe every single time. So, um, we started to kind of integrate a lot of hip hop type stuff, like a lot of electronic music. Um, I started to learn how to use like MIDI and that kind of stuff for through logic and whatnot. And, um, yeah, man. And, and we just kind of got to a point where we were like, both weren't like super like into it at the same time. So, um, basically I just kind of did like a solo project with the balcony thing. I still write music with Ian all the time, but yeah, that's what I'm currently doing is, is just, uh, making solo music and stuff. So nice. So when you guys collaborated, what did that kind of look like? Was it, I mean, I mean, you guys said you met up and and got wine drunk and wrote some songs. (laughs) Was there anything that continued after that? Did you guys like do any passing files back and forth or anything like that? Or have you done any more since then? Yeah, yeah. So we did. I think we've done two songs so far. Yeah, right. Peace of mind. Yep. Feeling you. Yeah, that's, feeling you. that's the first one that I heard that you guys were both on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think for peace of mind, that was a lot of back and forth. I think because yeah. we started it here, and then I think I recorded parts of my vocals here, and then you recorded your vocals at your studio. Mm-hmm. And then I think I did like some like harmonies and stuff at your studio. Yeah. And it was just, yeah. So I eventually ended up sending you all the stuff and I think you mixed it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that one was a lot of back and forth. And then feeling you, what was that like a year, year and a half ago at this wow. point? Yeah, yeah. That was like April of last year or something. Yeah. Um. So that one, I think I just came over and, we're like, all right, I want to write a song like this. And then we just came up with like the, the main guitar part. And then I think we wrote that song in like two, three days. Yeah, that and, was like, quick. Because we completely finished it. We yeah. made it a point. I remember yeah. we made it a point. Like, we need to do this so fast. Because yeah, yeah. Anytime. Uh, when you end up sitting on music. Dude, yeah. And that's always how it goes. We We would sit on it. So that time we said, we're doing it fast yeah no and it worked out really well too because i i was super happy with how that came out yeah super stoked and then yeah, we, that's a super catchy song i love that, <laughs> I love song. that song and we, we got to play it at that was so smooth that, that was night so dude. sweet yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we played a show at this at this bar up here called the night owl last june and brennan and i were on the same bill and we have the same friends so our our bands were the same like we uh jay Ristina, shout out and Knox slash Ian Campbell shout out we're playing as drums and guitar for us that night so I played before Brandon and then during it for my last song it was feeling you but since Brandon was playing right after that was like his first song of the set yeah you know we what just, I mean yeah so we like, just ran straight through into yeah, the next set so yeah. it was like manic set and then we have the collab song and then it just like transitioned right into his set. Yeah. <laughs> and that was probably like the coolest thing, honestly, like just the way it like kept the energy moving and stuff like that. That was super fun. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the first time I've ever like been on stage with you other than like, I think I played guitar for you once, like for your That set. show was crazy too. That show was awesome. That, that show was, was sick. That the hip hop showcase fun. and then I bring a band out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody was ready for that. <laughs> no. But that's the perks, dude. Yeah, man. That's the perks. For Ooh. sure. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like you guys had like a pretty natural first collaboration then. Like it just sort of 
came together. I think any collaboration collaboration we do is just supernatural. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. We're just or, yeah, supernatural. Su- supernatural. That's a Tenacious <laughs> D reference. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. We just we have like a very similar like understanding of like what we want to do musically. So I think we mesh well super well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like not all collaborations go that way. That's like a pretty lucky thing to just have happen where it comes oh, together. Oh, dude, yeah. Have you had any that have like, have either of you had any collaborations in the past that have, you don't have, we don't have to mention names or anything <laughs> like that, but like any experiences where things have just kind of gone south or not worked out in the end? I'm just trying to think of like, what are, what are some of the problems that people might have when they're trying to form up these collaborations, kind of going for what you guys ended up sort of stumbling upon between the two of you? Mm. I'll let you go first. All right. I mean, <laughs> so like growing up, I, I didn't really collab too much with people around me just because I, I was into different music than a lot of the people were in my area. I was into like pop punk and like metalcore and stuff. And I grew up in an area where everyone was super into hip hop. But I did collab with a couple couple rappers here and there. It was super cool. I, I, I did find that collabing with people that have similar interests as me like Jake or you know other people in our area has been more successful or or has worked better for me because there's a like a level of comfort or just general like you know way of going about it so i think i think that's important is like who you collab with and who and how the situation goes if that makes sense you know what i mean yeah so, yeah, I mean, I have I have collabed with other artists in the past and some has gone well, some haven't and some haven't been released, you know, because it just doesn't <laughs> work out. And uh, yeah, that's just how it is sometimes for sure. What yeah. about you, Jake? I mean, I I all the time make the mistake of telling someone I can collab and then I get caught up. You know what I mean? Like I get caught up with the writing or the, or the melodies and just like my own music, like I'll just I'll just talk it down until I don't want to do it anymore. Um, yeah, that's why we had to send it on feeling. Yeah, it. exactly, exactly. And it worked. Yes, <laughs> yes. But like Brandon was saying, like collabing with with him is easier because we're comfortable with each other. And not to say that not everybody I've worked with musically in that way I wasn't comfortable with, but you know maybe our music interests did not line up, or the vision for the song did not line up, or we're just too different. I don't know. I haven't had a a ton of experiences like that, but there have definitely been a few. One that I notice a lot is like people not knowing what the other artist is really about as far as like when it comes to working, being on the engineering side of the, that, that sort of thing. When, when two artists come together, one artist not really knowing what the other is about or thinking that like, for instance, when, it, you know, this is not this is not generalizing, but this is just a situation that I've seen happen when a rapper wants to work with a band or an acoustic artist, and they might not necessarily understand the things that go into writing that sort of style, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Or I don't know, a country a country artist working with like someone that works in EDM, it just has to it has to make sense at least, and if if it doesn't make sense immediately, and you can't make it make sense, then it's 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 probably not gonna work at the same time though i feel like that sort of thing can work where you have like two completely different styles that with the right relationship that can complement they can kind of complement each other yeah right but what do you how do you go about finding those types of things or is it just kind of chance you just kind of have to dive in see what happens and and go for it because i feel like a lot of people i mean this is almost a meme or it is a meme now where it's kind of like 
collab bro collab bro you know like yeah, have yeah, you yeah. seen those like yep. everybody's <laughs> reaching out to everybody to collaborate and just kind of like throwing them out there and seeing what sticks is yep. like is that the strategy that you have to go for to find a collaborator or how much can you really tailor it without really knowing somebody beforehand i don't know it's it's weird cuz if you if you just go out and you you just start like yo let's collab with anybody and everybody i don't know if that's the best strategy but I think it's really cool nowadays that a lot more artists and and bands and stuff like that too are are becoming more open to working together. I think that's like a really cool thing because it's it's a really good way to like a make friends, like you know, build connections in in the music industry and that kind of stuff. And I just think it works out for everybody. It's like a win win situation. Yeah, um, I, I I think it's an awesome thing. I've sure. kind of noticed that like coming up just with with artists being more open to that sort of stuff and i don't know what it is exactly i feel like one of the things that used to hold people back from collaborating was this like fear of somebody stealing your idea or stealing your music and for whatever reason having i don't know if it's having recording equipment being like more readily available and stuff like that is just easier to do but people seem to be more open with it. Like with you guys, did you have any sort of agreement before you collaborated? Like not necessarily a contract or anything, but do you kind of like sit down and say like, whatever happens with this, we'll split it 50 50. Or is it just kind of like open and whatever happens happens and we'll figure it out when we need to figure it out. I think it depends on the collaboration mm-hmm. for sure. Me and Jake, I mean, we're just, we're just super chill. Just like, don't care. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, it. it's like, man, like, you know, there we can we can get into all of that for sure, but I think we're both more looking for like making something super cool and something that we can be proud of rather than like that kind of stuff that can kind of get in the way of like something cool happening. Right. You know what I mean? If you have to sit and talk business before you actually do anything, it just kind of like Yeah, and and there's definitely there's definitely a place for that for sure, but uh, you know, I I don't think it should be as important as some people make it, for sure. I've seen it done like, but like, like Brandon was saying between us, it's not an issue and I've seen it not be an issue between other people, but Brandon and I together do not figure it out. Cause it's just, we're going to, we don't care. Yeah. It's not for money. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're just making right. some music. Um, See, if it is between like just me and you, like it's just easily just 50-50 right. and that's, that's just what it is. But the, but like, I don't know, artists that, that work with labels or not even, even artists that just care about their intellectual musical property you know, dis- d- discuss splits. And it, I don't think it's something that should be discussed prior to because I don't know, unless you're, you're signing up to only sing a hook or you're only doing a verse and you're going to get X number or X amount of points on the record, then that's one thing. But like, if it was a situation like Brandon and I, then I don't, I wouldn't know until the end because it's like, I could write the drum beat. He could write the drum beat. I could write the bass line. He could write, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't know who's going to do what. I think there's also something to be said for just calling it. I mean, even if it's an unspoken thing, like all knowing that you're going to split it evenly, no matter what is big for creativity. Cause yeah, you're right. You sit down in a writing session. You don't know what anybody's going to come up with. It could be you write 80% of the lyrics and I write, I don't know, 60% of the melody and Brandon writes all of the instrumental and it's like how does that even break down to splits anyways and you could also argue that just all three people being in the same room 
is what resulted in like whatever the product is. Yeah, yeah, day, yeah. You know? it's, it's a slippery slope for sure. Yeah. yeah. With that kind of stuff for sure. I don't know. I, I think it's not necessarily like the, <laughs> the good legal advice, but I don't know. I would encourage people to just kind of like go for it. And if you're going to collaborate, just kind of know up front that you're, yeah. you're going to go for it and whatever happens happens in the end. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about you, Kobe? As far as collaborations, I mean, I've done some writing with other people, but, I don't know, since I'm not an artist myself. But um, how how do you take care of, of splits? Like whether you're, because you're a very talented writer, producer, performer. I know you have some backup vocals out there. A few, yeah. So how, how do you, how do you approach that? Let me, let me, let me throw the question back at you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I handle it kind of the same way you guys do. Like, I don't, I think it kind of sucks some of the creativity out of the room if you have to talk about business beforehand and and like try and cover yourself so that you're not going to get screwed or whatever. I think it's better to just go for it and and create something. And then at the end of the day, if there's some disagreement about something, I don't know, to me, it's, it's one song. If somebody really wants to fight me on something like, okay. Yeah. See, I've, I've had one, one thing that I'm going to talk about, which is an artist that I work with, and I have an agreement for a percentage that I get on his songs because he gets X amount of streams. So it works out and it's, it allows us to work in a way that hourly wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like he still books hourly, but he is not paying hourly. And there was a situation that came up where we used an outside producer and the producer wanted a bigger cut of the song that would cut into my already agreed upon percentage and i would just say in those situations where you've already established what you're getting to not fold just because someone else is pushing well no i totally agree with that because in that case you did have an agreement i'm talking about if when i'm saying i'd be lenient or not fight too hard for something i'm talking about in a situation where we didn't discuss it beforehand oh, right. yeah, yeah, and yeah. something happened where somebody wrote more of a song than i did like i'm not gonna say like I definitely wrote 25%. Yeah, like how do you divide that up? <laughs> right. There's no know. way to really do that. So I think that's one of the things that people just get caught up on. And I don't know. I think that's one of the things that kills future collaborations for a lot of people. Like some people have really good chemistry in their collaborations, but just in the way things turn out afterwards, say a song blows up bigger than anybody thought it was going to, that's where like the mm, tension comes mm-hmm. in and yeah, it can kind of ruin yep. stuff. So it's one of those things where like you just kind of have to weigh the potential benefits versus the creative cost, I guess you could say in the actual session, whether or not you even need to discuss those things beforehand or if it's just kind of assumed to be good for everybody. You know what I mean? I guess that kind of brings us to like, what do you think are the elements of an actual successful collaboration or whatever you define as a successful collaboration? Are there specific things that you can like refer to that you say oh, okay stuff is going well here is it just like a general feel a general vibe that makes a, a good collaboration like what are the the elements of that yeah i think i think the vibe is a huge part of it for sure i think just having open-minded people is a huge thing in any situation collaboration or you know in a band situation or something like that just writing music in general it is important to to like collaborate with people that have a similar understanding for like what everybody wants the end product to be. But it, I think it just comes down to like 
just the overall vibe and, and how how it's approached, you know. Just that, like being a nice person. Yeah, because <laughs> I've had situations where like, you know, I've sat down and like, like, all right, let's let's try to produce something and then collaborate on vocals and then we'll have something. And it's just like you sit down and it's just the vibes off and, you know, you just you're not on the same page. And and it's one of those things where whether you're mentally thinking of it or not, like you kind of know right off the bat like how it's gonna go right for me like especially like if I am starting to to work with somebody and kind of immediately I'm starting to have those like feelings of like ah shoot like you know like if that if done this yeah yeah (laughs) but so even even then like even if I don't accept it myself my mind is already like made up on how it's gonna go so that can I mean that can like negatively affect everything and and ultimately you know a lot of the time it's just like man like I don't think it's gonna work out so you know what I mean well like Um, you guys said it's so much about like flow like when you were trying to just like hammer out a song in a couple days just get it done mm -hmm. like that's that has so much to do with just the personal compatibility between people you know what i mean like it's just how you vibe together as people uh and i think that's i mean that's just one of the things where you have to choose collaborators really really carefully and it it this is one of the things i think that makes the current like digital music thing like people being in different cities collaborating like over the internet and stuff like that i think that kind of makes it kind of hard For me, at least, I find that it's way, way easier to just like, I'm an introvert. Like, I'm not even a people person, but I I need to be able to sit in a room with somebody and like look them in the face and just bounce ideas off of each other there. Yeah. Whereas like if you're separated by, I don't know, the internet, it's like (laughs) you don't have that personal thing going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've never had success with that. Never. Never. But... I mean, not to say that it's impossible, but that's something I also prefer is just being in the same room and and going for it that way for sure. Because of the energy, dude. It's all about the energy. It really energy. is, man. Yeah. And and that's why that, that collaboration that we're talking about where we wrote it in, in three days or whatever worked out so well because, you know, we both have an understanding of how the obstacles that we both face while writing music Mm -hmm. and a big one is just like you come up with this sweet idea and you have like you know you write some instrumental or you have some vocal idea and then you're like all right cool so I'm gonna work on that and then you just kind of let it sit there for a couple days and then you think about it and you're like man like does it actually sound cool because like it might actually sound really bad and then you like this has happened to me so many times and you just leave it in a logic session never touch it again Uh, yeah yeah and it happens to both of us and i and we both knew that so we went into the collaboration like okay let's sit down let's start this instrumental and we're gonna finish it why are we not doing this every time we write a song period i know i know (laughs) that's what we need i know we brandon and i've been talking about like We've shared like the same struggles. Like we struggle yeah. with the songwriting. So the solution is to engineer each other and push through that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we definitely need to put an emphasis on that. I'm just saying that quick. Yeah. Cause the fact that we, you know, wrote the song in, in two, three days, we just did it. And then I think we put it out two weeks after we writing. like sent it in to, to the, the distributor store, yeah. like, Instantly. Distributor store, whatever. I, yeah, <laughs> I distro stumbled. kid, distro kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was dis- distro something. <laughs> they don't pay us, man. Yeah, no, I don't know nobody's name. <laughs> yeah, that um, was crazy. 
Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's like, that's just evidence of like a a successful collaboration that we've had in the past. And it's like a formula that we both know works. And and I think that's never done again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, do you guys find that, like you mentioned, you'll start with like the instrumental or somebody will work on the vocal. Do you find that it helps to sort of divide it up into roles? Like somebody will be working on one thing and somebody will be working on another thing or is it more just like every single piece of it is a collaboration, at least for you guys? For us, I think every single piece, unless we either of us like add something on our own when the session that we have going is over and we're like, yo, check this out. And then, you know, send it there. Are you laughing about the harmonies? Oh, that, that to it. So I put, I put amazing harmonies in, in feeling you dude. And I send him, send him to Brandon. He's like, yeah, maybe like, I'm not sure about these ones. It's like, Oh my gosh. So the song comes out and then like a year later, he's like, I was wrong about those. Yeah, man. I fully take that back. I, I remember texting you out of the blue too. I was like, Man, remember when I was tripping over those yeah. harmonies? Who, who was <laughs> I, Because they're man? so sick, dude. They're They're so sick. But what sure. I was laughing at is I was going to say that Brandon's better at guitar than I am. So if we need anything like that, like you can just rip it. And then like in Feeling You, one night I just put an impromptu sax solo in the bridge <laughs> and it stayed <laughs> i don't even think it was talked about that's the funny it wasn't at all I it just was just in there and i was like all right yeah Dude. let's do it <laughs> hell yeah so sick that's that's literally the first time we've acknowledged the sax solo this is a year and a half later on a podcast yep right on man i don't know man sometimes you just gotta you just leave it man you so, yeah there yeah. it is there it is that's that's the song you know yeah hell yeah <laughs> well i think i mean what you're talking about too like where you have the guitar skills to cover those guitar parts and stuff like that i think that's really just a key to finding collaborators too like finding somebody who has a complementary strength to your mm. strengths mm. i think actually that i mean you guys were mentioning before that you guys have really similar styles and just kind of like think about music in similar ways and stuff yeah. like that I almost feel like sometimes though that can be a bad thing. Like yep. if you both just do the exact same thing, then the collaboration just becomes one person doing something. Yep. You have to have those slight variations and like what your strengths are in order to make it a productive collaboration. Like I feel like that's kind of the point yeah. of a collaboration is to have multiple people bringing something to a project that a single person couldn't have done on their own yep that's actually happened to me before where you know i've gone gone in to do something with someone who is so similar to me that it ends up just being one-sided completely yeah yeah no i've been there for sure and it's it's very real (laughs) so i think that's going to be a tough thing for a lot of people a lot of the listeners out there when they're trying to find collaborators i mean a lot of the people that you're kind of naturally going to gravitate towards i think are going to be those types of people like the people who have very similar interests to you and things like that, where that can be a little bit of a problem or it's kind of like the scroll through Instagram, find somebody you think is cool and like DM them where it's just sort of like random. They may not have anything in common with you. So I think a lot of people are going to want to know about that balance. Like where do you go to find these types of collaborations? Like you guys came to each other through friends of friends, right? That's kind of like the original way you guys met so what can we give the listeners out there for ways that they can go about finding the same sort of compatible complementary 
collaborators. Do you guys have any tips for that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like specifically for our area, at least, there's a really cool like thing going where everybody kind of knows each other in like a in some way and everybody is very very cool about like sharing everybody's stuff on social media so like you know someone one of the people will share a song and then everybody will throw it on their instagram story and um and everybody is just like super super cool about like helping each other i think which is like a big turning point from from like the past around here how did that start like how did that become a thing because i feel like a lot of people i mean i'm even thinking about the community in my area like I'm not an artist so it's hard for me to really say but I feel like that kind of thing is sort of special like that doesn't necessarily yeah, just exist is. everywhere yep. so was that something that there was like a certain artist or a certain band that kind of brought up the community or like yeah. how does that look so honestly yeah um shout out solely had he's in yeah he he's like doing really well and I think that his success he he's like a, a rap kind of artist in the area and he he has like a a group that he's a part of that and they all make music and they're all super super talented so their his and their success have i think inspired a lot of people in the albany area to be like oh it is possible out here you know so i think just seeing that and and everybody kind of you know being being friends with each other just just cuz we all know each other i think it's it's kind of been really cool the past couple years even it's been you know a lot a lot more collaborative between everybody i think that's a huge huge part of of this area and i think it's awesome i'm super stoked on how like the area has been going yeah because growing up i mean i know you me and jake were both in like similar kinds of bands like growing up before we knew each other and stuff like that and that was like not how it is now for sure it was a very it was super negative honestly i didn't i didn't enjoy the the uh, the scene out here but uh just you know the transition from the past couple of years has been awesome so i think like be a part of your community yeah and if yeah. you don't have one make one one of the interesting things i think about the community up here is at least to me from an outside perspective looking in it appears as if there aren't really genre lines in the community not like it's all. not yeah it's it's very collaborative across genres i mean it seems like there are just a lot of artists from the area like i mean i even know like metal bands and stuff from the area that are completely outside of the or would you think be completely outside of the rap community and right. stuff like that i don't know if there's tons of collaboration going on there but it just seems like it's not a genre specific community that has developed well, the, out here. It's the just... artists aren't really either. That's the best part. Like nobody's really tied to a specific genre or like, you know, married to it. Like True. Both of you have backgrounds and other styles. Yeah, yeah. not yeah, exactly. not pop. <laughs> but um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I I think like everybody is super open to stepping outside their like you know supposed comfort zone and i think i think that's like a a huge part of the area as well that's also like why it makes it so easy for everybody to to kind of come together and collaborate on some stuff you know say we have like a bunch of friends over at one of the studios or something like that like you know eventually a logic session gets opened up and (laughs) and somebody writes some crazy thing and everybody around here is super talented too so like everybody's got something to bring to the table and oh, that's who, how Too Bad was written here. Yeah. We were chilling here. Yeah, yeah. And I had started Too Bad here the night before. On that before, couch right there, in that too. Seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in that seat. And then the next yeah. day, we were all chilling here. I was like, you guys mind if I work on this? Yeah, man. And we then, Yeah, we had like, what, like 10 to 15 dude, people here? it was everyone. It was everybody. Everyone was yeah. Here. 
Yeah, and we were just like, let's do something. So just super informal, no like plan beforehand. It wasn't like everybody. Nope. No, and like not like people would come in, work on it, and then go outside to the fire or just like like Harold was chilling or mostly everything, shout out, was chilling oh, at yeah. this island on his on his laptop <laughs> making a beat the whole time. We were right there in front yeah, of him at the desk. With his headphones on and yeah, yeah just doing yeah. his own thing. Yeah, that's great, man. That's also something I've really, really enjoyed about just that group of people or or just these like places like my studio jake's studio where we can all just like set it up and be like yo let's let's just hang out and it's like whether it's like all right let's let's have like a cookout or something have like some food or or whatever but we're all so musically inclined and like very we all love music so much that eventually someone's like you know playing guitar or comes up with a melody or something like that and and it just becomes like a big like writing session but it's so chill like everybody's just like you're just all like around and everybody can go do their own thing and you know i think like when we were writing jake's song like i think he was you were just hopping in on vocals and stuff mm-hmm. like that and and knox was like yo like let me record this guitar part or you know and yeah. you just plug in and you record yeah, yeah. it and then it's like oh like you know what we got to do bass and it's like dude hand me the bass yeah, like yeah, let's yeah. go and then you know it's yeah, it's quick. super cool. Yeah. You just got like, you know, people in different corners of the room like, yo, let me like I got an idea over here. And then it, it, when it meshes well like that, it's it's super awesome. And it's it's different styles of writing coming together because like I, I can write melodies all day. They might not be the me- best melodies, but I can come up with a melody, dude. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like I'm terrible with lyrics. So I don't know, like having I Mac is one of my favorite people to have <laughs> so, have helped me write lyrics like that man. Lyric encyclopedia as yes, a human. Bless him. He's so <laughs> sick. Shout out Mac Moon. But in that situation, not even in that situation, but in a situation where you have so many different artists, like literally everybody is an is an artist in the room, it's not gonna sound like like that song is sick. It doesn't sound like me. It sounds like me. And then some, because it is me and then some, you know what I mean? That's the best part. Yeah. yeah. That's that I love. That's why I love collaborating on stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause like I, you know, I know you're capable of making a super cool song just in your, you know, in your studio, yeah, just, yeah. just making it from the ground up and then you put it out and it's mm-hmm. great. But when, you know, you have like someone super talented that comes up with something that you would never think of in a million years that adds so much to it. It's so cool. And then you just, you just have it in the song, (laughs) you know, it's so cool. I I mean, there is, there is definitely something to be said. There is a lot to be said for someone that can write just hits by themselves. Yeah. By by themselves or however, however you say that, whatever the correct grammar is for that. I think (laughs) imagine that I just said that, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, there's, there amazing job for them that's so sick that they can do that but there's also a different type of i don't know energy or vibe or whatever you want to call it that happens when you have so many people on the same vibe in the same room working on the same thing Mm -hmm. and so i used to when i was a young naive boy be like oh there's 19 writers on a beyonce song but it's like (laughs) oh beyonce song is number one because there's 19 writers because it's such a hit yeah because there's 19 writers right. no not, one person could have written right that. and it's not like it's not like it's a math equation and they're all working to get so it's the more people you have the quicker and better you can get it done no like maybe yes but like from my perspective it's about the energy it's about the vibe that those 19 writers could bring and those and for now experiencing that the group of right the group writing thing is like now i can see yeah. how the hits are made yep that's it's pretty cool so all that to say where can you find 
collaborators in your hometown, wherever you're living right now, I think. And if not, if there's not an active music scene, try to try to get one going. And if you can't get one going or that doesn't seem like a viable option, then start reaching out to, to artists that are around your level on you know social media platforms and just chop it up. Don't immediately go in there and say, yo, like we should collab. Mm. Like it's try, try to establish a friendship first. You know what I mean? Like Brandon and I were friends before we wrote the first song together. Like we, we knew of each other, but like before we wrote the song, we were friends and I'm not saying it has to be that way for everybody. But if you want to find people to collaborate with again and again, and like have a reliable team, like we've talked about before, teams are important. I think it's best to reach out and just chop it up with someone on, on a real note and not on any all ulterior ulterior motives ulterior yeah. motives yeah. <laughs> alternate ulterior what's the difference in that word i don't know <laughs> what is the difference in the definition leave it in the five star review <laughs> yeah no but it's yeah for sure i think also just hitting up artists that are you know at a similar level or or anything like that like you'd be surprised at how like down people are to just oh, even yeah. just talk or or just you know like make connections like i have like a bunch of people that would just dm me out of nowhere and be like yo i heard your song on spotify like what's up you know and then you just you just talk and maybe something cool will happen one day but yeah it's also like jake said important to you know start collaborating within like your community and your hometown and stuff like that and it's really 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 important to like put that vibe out there Mm -hmm. to be collaborative and you know just help everybody out like we're all out here doing the same thing you know nobody's better than anybody else it's one of those things that you can just start something cool with with the people around you yeah i'm I'm really glad you said what you said about helping other people out because that's something we've talked about on the podcast before like mm-hmm. going into any interaction in business, having your own gain in mind is like so the, backwards than yeah, what you should be for absolutely. sure. And it's, you're just asking for it to be a bad situation for everybody. Then I think the thing that I'm taking away from what you guys have in your community is that it's just informal. Like it's people mm-hmm. who enjoy being around each other and there's no expectation at the beginning. At least that's the sense that I'm getting from what you're saying. Like it's not, it's not everybody coming in and being like, we're going to write a hit. It's everybody coming together and being like, we're going to hang out. And if a hit comes out of it, because we all just eat, sleep, breathe music all Mm -hmm. the time and something happens like, then that's great. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's a, a really important thing that gets missed when people are going after collaborations where you'll, DM somebody out of nowhere and not become their friend beforehand. Like you guys said, contact somebody and be like, would you like to help me make a <laughs> right, hit song right. for and myself then, so and then I it's can like, be Well, how much are you going to pay me? And it's right. like, you know, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Or the first thing that you say is, how are we going to do the splits and stuff yeah. like that? Where yeah. That's, that's where the kind of thing that kills that vibe. Nah, it puts a strain on the whole everything. Yeah. It's just negative from the start. Right. For sure. Yeah. I think one of the things uh, also to take away from this is... This is kind of how a lot of collaborations work in the like top, top, top tiers of the music industry too, like the pop industry. If you listen to uh, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is And the Writer Is with Ross Golan. So he's like a songwriter. I think he's out in LA now. He might be back in New York. He's kind of bounced back and forth from coast to coast, I believe. But he just brings on songwriters who are, some of them are artists, but most of them are not. And 
talks about the process of songwriting. And that's one of the biggest things that I've taken away from that podcast as well, is that nobody is necessarily pulling up somewhere expecting to make anything. They're just seeing how they vibe with people. And when something comes out, they evaluate it and they say, is this good? Are we going to put this out? Who's going to, who's going to sing it and that type of thing. And I mean, these are some of the biggest names in like the songwriting industry. So just to shout out that show too, if, if you're looking for another podcast along these same lines, that's one you should go check out. And the writer is been a big fan of them for a while. Is there anything else you guys wanted to to cover on this topic? Any little tidbits for I mean, I guess bottom line, just in general of being an artist at any level, just be don't be so cocky about stuff. That's a big one. Um, you know, kill your ego, kill your ego. Don't be out here looking for gain and what you can get out of people because that's just so such a negative way to go about it. If you if you go into you know this this artist thing and look to to help people out that are at a similar level because success is just so like it's such a good thing and it, you just be happy for anybody that that comes across a success like that's that's like the best formula I think one person's success elevates everybody in the community really yeah and even if you're gonna look at it in a negative way of you know what can I gain like yeah like you know if you if you help someone become successful that that you know then like you know then everybody becomes successful in their own way I think it's important to try to help everyone you can and and just just make everything like a, a positive thing and just yeah pretty much <laughs> well said yeah i agree with that for sure well i think we're going to wrap this up i want to thank you brandon for first of all opening up your studio for us and taking the time to give our listeners some insight about collaborations and and your experiences with collaborations I hope all of you artists out there can take something away from this and use it towards making even better art with well-chosen collaborators out there. I think these two guys have really kind of hit the nail on the head that it's it's about building a community and building a community is what's going to make successful collaborations, not looking for for gain for yourself. And that you can start where you are right now. You don't have to... I don't know, move to a big city or a music hub or anything like that. There are people around you in your community that can be good collaborators. You just, you could even start with your friends. Does, they don't even have to be into music right now. You could get somebody into music that would be a great collaborator for you. So I encourage you to just kind of look around where you are now and try and, and find those people that you vibe with the best. Also, for everybody out there listening, if you live in the Albany area and or Saratoga or Saratoga, or Saratoga. <laughs> I'm not familiar with the area. Yeah. The five, correct the five in the five, one, eight in the five, one. If you live in New York, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. upstate. If you Dude, live in America <laughs> and you want a, a great recording space with a cool vibe. Yeah. You should check out Skyfall recording studio. It's a sweet space. Brandon's an awesome guy. Oh, yeah. And I think you've heard in this episode that he knows what's up. So Thank hit you, him brother. up. <laughs> give him some business and I don't know, maybe reach out to collaborate. I don't know if I want to say that <laughs> blow up your DMS or no, something dude, like, like that. I said, man, just be open <laughs> to all this stuff. Like I'm, I am, you know, I practice what I preach. Like I'm, I'm down, you know? Cool. Let's well, you collaborate. heard it from him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you like this episode and you want us to do more 
interviews with talented artists in the community, let us know. Just drop five stars uh, in the ratings and leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That's how you can tell us you want more. And while you're at it, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you're tuning in on so you can have every week's episode automatically downloaded and ready to go for you. So with that being said, guys, that's another episode of Self-Signed Artist. I hope you learned something from myself, from Kobe, and from our friend Brandon here today. Like Kobe said, leave that five-star review, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.